0: happy tuesday afternoon everyone and welcome to dateline new haven on wnhh new haven's home for community radio we got some great community guests here today as we look behind the headlines on the stories that make new haven tick well catholic all saints academy makes new haven tick with one foot deeply rooted in tradition and one foot moving into the future new generation of parochial schools in new haven we have sister kathy phillips the development director and Monsignor Gerard Schmitz and Bill O'Brien, who are graduates of New Haven Catholic Elementary Schools, and they're here for two reasons. One is that there's going to be a reunion for friends and alumni of all New Haven's Catholic Elementary Schools at Anthony's Ocean View on May 21st. We'll give you more details on that later. And also because All Saints Academy is really in its third year now as the surviving central location bringing together traditions of what used to be 17. Catholic schools in New Haven and are now one. So welcome everyone, and thanks everyone for coming on Dateline New Haven. Good morning. It's very nice to see you.
1: Thanks for having us. Thank so, you. So happy to be here.
2: It's great to be here, and it's an exciting time for us in New Haven, the Catholic school system. And tell me why that is, Monsignor. There's been a great tradition here, as you know, going back to 1853 when the schools first the first school was opened, uh, St. Patrick over there on uh, Hamilton Street, I believe, and. Uh, from there and uh, we have a tremendous alumni following you meet people all over oh I was in New Haven what school did you go to a number of the schools were ethnic schools uh, Italian parishes uh, French a uh, German Polish others were territorial like st. Francis where I was and uh, so you th- weren't Ferry Street we were on Ferry Street yeah and which is
0: the location now of the uh, Academy the,
2: th- that is correct yes the same school
0: yeah same, same building, I should say. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so. so it's so interesting to me you know when you came in, Sister Kathy came with this amazing map of, mm-hmm. of New Haven showing where 17 Catholic elementary schools have been over the years. Mm-hmm. and now it's been centralized. It was in a new era, mm-hmm. and education's done a little bit differently from the past, but I think you're going to be telling about ways that traditions have continued and values have con- continued in a yes. new era. So when you were talking about my senior, was it, it was a lot more people went to parochial schools back then,
2: correct? Absolutely, in my class. First of all, St. Francis, when I was there, there were double grades, K to eight, um, one to eight, double
0: grades, forty in each. It was like from seven to f- twelve and one to five or something. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, just two classrooms for each yeah, grade.
2: Yeah, we we had uh, double classrooms, uh, one to eight and uh, and
0: there was 40 in each classroom so there're 80 in my graduating class and there were se- was, were there 17 at one time when you say there were 17 original schools sister Kathy were those 17 operating at one time
1: at one time i'd have to look at all the details on that one paul cuz we have the close the opening and closing years there may have been at one time a couple less than that i don't but, know but but exactly there were the over overlap, a dozen but, oh, yeah. at one time
0: Yeah. so how oh, many yeah. ki- how many new haveners uh, new haven was a bigger city than 160,000 people at the peak how many kids were attending K eight schools in Catholic schools in New Haven?
1: We would have to continue to do research, which I think might happen. I mean, we've really come together as a community for this celebration, really opening up this history, having these kinds of conversations. Um, we think there must be thousands of graduates from these Jeez. from these schools over the years. Yeah, I would guess.
0: And Bill, I'm going to ask you to get closer to the mic, sure. i Sister Kathy, you know, you've been—it seems like you've been diving into the research. That sounds okay. fun.
1: It has been fun. It's been a fun project. Um, we we started this last summer, saying, you know what? It's post-COVID. We're in our third year as a school. We talk about carrying on the legacy of all of these schools of New Haven. Let's do something to show that. Let's let's bring some people together to celebrate this. That. The, hear the amazing stories of people like Bill O'Brien, Monsignor Schmitz, and so many others who have called with excitement about this. They want to share their story, their school, and how that con- continues at, at All Saints, that we're carrying on that Catholic education. And wait, before I
0: get to Bill and Monsignor about their experiences, what have you brought out of the Sister Kathy? I mean, what, what has there been any kind of, re- if not a revelation, some kind of reinforcement of commitment or values that you took from seeing this history do you look back at that and say oh that makes me think about what we're doing today or why we're doing today
1: yes certainly i think um being the last remaining or really a new school established in 2020 for this legacy we do feel that sense of um responsibility i think in in carrying on the legacy that's so amazing and also really an admiration for the dedication of the people who served at each of these schools with their whole hearts hearing the stories they tell of just the really strong community really strong um relationships and you know strong um value in the schools and just so we say wow that's that's ours now to continue and it and it inspires us
0: and bill Bryan, i mean you're well known to people throughout new haven for my entire lifetime you know working at the banks all your community service all the boards you've been on even had a stint as a photographer and reporter at the old Brantford Eagle here in our little wheelhouse here. Bill, you know, we were talking, I seen you talked about how back in the day it was kind of just expected that a lot of families were going to go to Catholic school. Where did you attend? What year was that?
3: And was it expected? Well... The- by growing up, I grew up on State Street. In you can New Haven, come a little closer, Mike. Yeah. State Street in New Haven on Cedar, in the Cedar Hill section of State Street. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to Clinton Avenue School. Uh, oh, my, you did? My kindergarten year mm-hmm. uh, and walked there. Uh, no fear of traffic at the time, I guess. Even that was a was good like, mile, wasn't it? Well, almost a mile, I guess, The state and ferry uh, across the bridge and uh, down uh, Ferry, st- uh, Middletown Avenue to Clinton Avenue and into the school. Uh, and when it came time to go to the... Did you
0: walk alone as a kindergartner or did your mom or dad take you?
3: They didn't take me. I walked <laughs> I walked with <laughs> other kids in the school. Different I mean, times. Oh, okay, yeah, you had
0: other, bigger kids with you. Because, I mean, yeah, those are yeah. kind of some fast-minute <laughs> moving roads, although there was no mm-hmm. highway back then, right?
3: No, oh. no, State Street Route 5 uh, was the 91 of, of today. But um, interestingly enough, when the time came for me to go to, um, to uh, grammar school, my mother had checked out now my parish at the time, and everybody, a lot of people hooked up with their parish to go to school And wh-
0: where was your parish?
3: Uh, St. Joseph's on Elm, Edward Street, and a uh, historic building and all that, but no school. So you know the choices were basically to go down a little bit further to State Street, to St. Stanislaus, or to go to St. Boniface. Well, she took me to go to St. Boniface uh, School because an older girl was going to watch me on the trolley uh, on my way to... You took the, a trolley? I, for two years, I took a trolley.
0: <laughs> what year was this, Bill? Uh,
3: this would have been, well, I got out in 54, so it would have been... So we
0: still had the trolley then, I didn't realize that. Yeah,
3: well I got out in 54 and I didn't have the trolley yet, but, but, but when I started in there, which would have been, what, eight years back? Or oh, so
0: in the 40s. Yeah. And, and where was St. Boniface back then?
3: Well, it was uh, where right here, still the building state? on Audubon Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I, I was going with this older woman. I was explaining that this older girl was going to escort me to school and protect me and everything else because she was in the sixth grade, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so she was my protector. And uh, one thing led to another, and it was an interesting school because it had um, uh, two uh, levels. <clears throat> and at one time, when they built the school. That wasn't when I was there. They had eight classrooms, four and four, and uh, because of uh, enrollment changes and what have you, they moved it all to the first floor, and they doubled the classes. So first and second were in one room, third and fourth, and so on up to up to eighth, seventh and eighth grade. And they converted the upstairs hall to a beer hall. So they, they, they know, that's, <laughs> and that
0: building—so, is it the same building still there, or was it no, separate from Because the, cause no, the church is still there, and it's dwarfed by all those new apartments that yeah. were built up.
3: Yeah, I have a picture that was taken that was telling Monsignor before of of the park of these uh, the lot where re, the play lot that we had the res, recess lot at St Boniface School and, and the SNET building on Orange Street was under construction with all the, oh. uh, the steel. And um, you know, it was it was uh, it was the neighborhood. And um, what
0: do you remember about going to school there? When you think back about attending Saint Boniface, when you finally got off the trolley and got inside, <laughs> what was it like to go to school there? What kind of how did the education take place? What was your day like? Well, it was
3: fascinating because first of all, they were all nuns, and uh, you know, we certainly there was a respect that came from that that nobody misbehaved. <laughs> I mean, I, I had a fight with one of my classmates uh, <laughs> years ago <laughs> uh, in the uh, sixth grade or so, and. Uh, uh, sister broke it up and she brought us into the room and we were all sweaty and disheveled and everything else and she said to the two of us come on let's go and i went downstairs with her into the cafeteria <laughs> what was the cafeteria and she said finish it Ooh! and uh, <laughs> we looked at each other and shook hands and went back upstairs oh how crashed. nice yeah well it was yeah it was an issue.
0: which thing. sister was that
3: Sister's another her name was sister francis cornelia Mm-hmm. And, uh,
0: it's kind of like how they do like, gang truce mediation now. What about how you learned? I mean, did you get a good basis in in um, grammar, in math? Did you get a good grounding by having religious education that was very practical for how you could live your life?
3: According to my early report cards, uh, which I have several at, at you used home, to kept the report
0: cards from the 40s, uh, wow. Uh,
3: yeah, and uh, second grade was one of them where they nun wrote on there. William could perform better uh, <laughs> on there, and um, but you know I love, enjoyed life. But I do remember, and it, and it did allow me to further my Catholic education at Notre Dame High School, where I went later. My my mother was encouraged by the nuns at Saint Boniface to not send me where there was girls, <laughs> so I went to to Notre Dame High School, which was another great experience. My senior went there too. He and thought,
0: what was great about it?
3: Notre Dame or.
0: Even yeah.
3: you know when you went there, you said to yourself, "All boys, what's going to happen here?" You know, but there was a brotherhood, the brotherhood that forms with the with your class. I, I literally came from awake a this morning. One of my classmates had passed away, Joe Masher. And they had a service for him in the West Haven, um, a funeral home down in West Haven. So I stopped down there and just paid respect. And
0: were these relationships for life? Were these friendships you had at Catholic we, we, school for your whole life? The
3: Catholic school seemed to have a way of bringing people together again. You know, we had a reunion every five years at Notre Dame. Now, some of them were poorly attended when you were trying to build your life. You know, when you got out of uh, high school and went to college, you sort of separated from high school mm-hmm. days, and then you ended up uh, going to work for a living, and then you raised your family, and all these things would take you away, and then all of a sudden... It's time to get together, <laughs> and we had a fiftieth reunion back in 'O eight. That was very, very successful. We had a lot of guys there. Now, Notre, you know, the lot of purpose of these reunions and things like that is to build a relationship. But let's be honest; they're also looking for contributions to support the Catholic education. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you know, we we've had some interesting guys. One of the fellows in my class at Notre Dame um, it was a fellow by the name of George Collins. Uh, he left uh, Notre Dame after a sophomore year. Family moved to uh, New York. And George ended up going into the service. He graduated from VMI, and he retired as chairman of the board of T. Rowe Price. Wow. Uh, pretty good. So he's been a very supportive uh, person to Catholic education, uh, particularly and, Notre Dame. You know. And we're talking
0: about Catholic education in New Haven with Sister Kathy Phillips, who's the development director at the Going Strong Catholic All Saints Academy, which sort of takes the tradition of all New Haven's former 17 Catholic uh, elementary schools on Ferry Street. And they're going to have a reunion for friends and alumni of all the schools on May 21st. And we're talking to Bill O'Brien and my Monce- retired uh, pastor, how do you, you use the title?
2: I'm retired with senior status. <laughs> senior status, Monsignor
0: <laughs> Gerald Schmitz. A Gerard. Gerard. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gerard Schmitz from the St. Francis Graduate. So you went to St. Francis School, which is the actual building where Sister Kathy and the group is today. What do you remember? Why did you go to school? When did you go? And what was it like?
2: It was First of all, it was excellent. I, I started Strong School on Grand Avenue, where my father had gone, and Strong School burned, and he had to go to Clinton Avenue School. And he was so happy. I thought, it was
0: I thought it was Stone school. school. Oh, they rebuilt it as Stone after that. Yeah, I believe it, Yeah. Is that yeah. why?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was a fire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that.
2: Anyway, Dad graduated in uh, nineteen whatever seventy. Anyway, um, when I was at St. Francis, I, I mentioned earlier, there were I started Strong School at first grade at Strong School, that transitioned to St. Francis for second grade. We had two grades, two classrooms of each grade, 40 in each. We would come in the morning. I don't know what time—maybe 8, 8, 50 8 8:30. We would go home for lunch, walk back, and have the afternoon classes. Then leave at three o'clock. And you would be walking down the street with hordes of kids—you know, people from your neighborhood. It was just a—you lived in Fairhaven. I did. I lived on Grafton Street, uh, still mm-hmm. a wonderful old street, wonderful street in the old neighborhood, I should say, and. Still have
0: some. Uh, long what time. do you remember about Catholic school? Did you remember? Do you remember the catechism? Do you remember the daily prayers? Do you remember math class? What do you remember?
2: I can remember almost everything. <clears throat> it, there were all, <clears throat> excuse me. There were always daily prayers. You started the morning with prayer, and when you came back in the afternoon, you started with prayer before you left with prayer. If the fireman you went down Ferry Street, you bowed your head, and blessed yourself, and prayed for the firemen <laughs> So it was truly incorporated into the entire day. But they were the traditional classes there there was math there was a geography there was world history there was history there was a a curse of (laughs) writing
0: i remember that but what was what was distinctive about going to catholic school in addition to the the prayer i mean what made it different from strong school or friends who you were at public school
2: well in those days i i think I, i can't quite remember my strong school days although i'll tell you my kindergarten teacher in strong school became a parishioner of mine when i was at st Rita's at hamden and the children in St. Rita School could not believe that I had a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I believe that this, our parents wanted us to be uh, educated uh, in with Catholic tradition so that we would hopefully continue that tradition. And as you see, I have become a priest. But there was that sense that we were a, a parish family. And it, was, it brought us all together. There was a tremendous connection between the larger parish and the school. It was all interconnected. And the neighborhood at that time was primarily Catholic. Uh, it had transitioned from uh, mostly Protestant neighborhood over the years.
0: And so, what uh, year are we talking about when you went?
2: I uh, I, I started St. Francis. I graduated in '55.
0: So put it mm-hmm. that way.
2: Okay, we work backwards. And I was there for uh, seven years, uh, six years. Yeah.
0: And so we talked for there that the Catholic school story—the seventeen that we see on Sister Kathy's maps. We're sort of a story of immigration, correct? I mean, you said there was an Italian-oriented, there was an Irish, Italian, German, I think he even said French, if I'm not mistaken, on Lewis Street. St.
3: Louis, Louis, yeah.
0: And uh, so what was that about? There were a lot of, I guess, earlier in that century, there was a lot of immigration. I guess the Italian-American immigration was more in the early 20th century, but before that Irish. And how, how did that reflect immigration?
2: I think the schools reflected the ethnic... uh up of the neighborhood, so like Worcester Square would be predominantly Italian. Most people coming, many of them who immigrated, came from the Malfi area of of Italy. Uh, the folks who were over St. Anthony's on Gold Street, uh, from uh, the, uh, the Naples area, maybe the town they say. Um, the French at St. Louis, uh, maybe more French Canadians. The people coming from France, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so even the, the ethnic schools it was kind of to keep your ethnic tradition pulled it together so you mm-hmm. probably learned french if you didn't speak it already at home um, we didn't have those days you know, language classes we weren't learning spanish or but um, there, there's basic math uh great
0: grammar uh, punctuation spelling. and were most of the students catholic
2: i would say 95 percent 98 percent
0: yes so now that's changed over the years correct sister kathy and my senior and bill that as I, when I came to New Haven in the 70s and 80s, I got the sense that a lot of people sent their kids, especially African-American families who were Protestant, were sending their kids. Like, like Catholic schools here and the Jewish schools, like where my kids went, they all had declining enrollment by the time we got to the end of the 20th century, reflecting lots of trends in society. Mm-hmm. But that Catholic schools became sort of an important place for especially black parents, I thought, who weren't necessarily Catholic. Mm -hmm. but felt they were going to get a rigorous education with values. Is that true? Like, say, Martin DePort has had a pretty heavy black population that wasn't Catholic, correct?
1: Yeah, I would say um, we definitely attract families and um, parents who are looking for high-quality education and maybe smaller class sizes, faith-based, even if it's not their own tradition. Um, Over right now at All Saints, we're about 75% Catholic, our students, Mm -hmm. Um, but certainly as a Catholic school, we don't only serve Catholic families. Um, You know, we serve out of our Catholic faith, not because those that we're serving are Catholic, but we do, um, you know, everybody learns the Catholic tradition and the Catholic prayers. And I think we were talking before about what makes Catholic school different. Um, For us, like we really, faith is not just in when we're in church or when we're in prayers, but we really try to make that part of our whole life as it is as we grow older, we learn faith isn't just about when we're going to mass, going to church, but it's how we treat one another. It's, um, you know, how we how we learn about what's going on in the world and how we respond to that. So, um, yeah, a lot of families come to us because we're Catholic or they come to us because of the values that we have. As Catholics. I mean, I've
0: always thought Catholics had a pretty good rep that like if you went there, besides the fact that it, mm-hmm. it was going to be safe and calm, you're going to learn stuff.
1: Yeah, the rigorous, <laughs> I mean, I yeah, they've been known for that quality of education, I think, and kind of strictness. You know, a lot of the stories I hear from alumni um, is about how the sisters really kept them in line.
3: Well, I was, I was going to say the two things that stand out from my years there were, were respect, uh, discipline and respect. And yeah. The discipline uh, came with the misbehavior and things of that nature. And there was no serious things. There were no guns in school and things like that. Um, But uh, as that translated into respect, so Mm -hmm. you would always have a respect for your classmates, your uh, other faculty members that were there, and of course the community itself, plus your family.
0: I'm also wondering if there's a full circle story about immigration here that, in fact, might be more Catholic. And I'm asking this because I don't know the answer to this question. Mm -hmm. So I notice you have a a significant population now because New Haven has really welcomed a lot of immigrants from Latin American countries, right? Mm -hmm. And I was looking at that your school has. Quite a few immigrants, Latino immigrants, and they tend to be Catholic, correct?
1: Yes, I think there's there is a correlation. Catholicism is on there.
0: the rise in Latin America, isn't it?
1: Oh yeah, and in the United States because of that, because um, because Latin American uh, so citizens am I right, right that the there's road.
0: something of a full circle here about immigration and Catholicism, or not? Am I making? I can
1: see what you're going at there. That um, that yeah, we're we're experiencing immigration, and and that it's Catholic immigrants. Yeah, I mean, there in is. Which a nations
0: are your students from?
1: um we actually have a, a a mural on our wall the kids have a all their flags are up there and i couldn't even name them all to you but a lot of central american um south american countries and not only that i should say i would
0: assume guatemala Mex- or mexico
1: yeah North american, guatemala but, honduras mexico um
0: ecuador probably
2: ecuador that's yes. right it's yeah. a big city here um
1: yeah, yeah there's quite a few i'm, I'm not the best at oh, what's a typical
0: day like at all saints academy
1: um, our school day starts at 7.45 and ends at 2.15. So we begin the day with prayer as a school community over the intercom. Um, and then in the classrooms, um, you know, the teachers, K-5 to are self-contained, six to eight switch teachers, so they get the experience of that. Um, you know, they have all, as Monsignor Schmitz was saying, all the basic subjects, and then in ad- additionally religion. We have specials of art, music, and physical education. We have mass together once a month we try to do a service project once a month as well as part of faith in action so whether we're making cards for veterans or collecting socks for the homeless um and then uh you know just the good stuff that happens in schools nice um artwork going up on the walls and kids learning to well, read how about and all the
0: craziness happening in our country in our world now we had covid we had a lot of upset with violence we have You know, there's a lot of behavioral stuff happening in public schools. I feel so bad for the kids and teachers there because a lot of stuff got brought back into the schools. Has that been true? Has it been true at your place too?
1: Well, we've, like any school, we have, you know, dealt with the effects of COVID um, and just the effects of changing society. You know, kids and their attachment to their phones getting phones at younger ages. I mean, there's a lot. Do you allow
0: phone use in the school?
1: No, no. I mean, the kids are allowed to bring them, but they turn them off. Um, in the middle school, they collect them. But, you know, they... Good move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I collect
0: mine too sometimes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. Teachers have to deal with a lot it's in like any 50. school, Catholic yeah. or public or any private kind of school. That It's hard to be a teacher, and it um, takes a lot out of you. But they, they're so dedicated. You can see, like, wow, they just love doing this, even though it's hard.
0: So from outside, it looked like, Sister, that All Saints Academy was sort of the regrouping strategy. Catholic schools everywhere in the country, enrollment was down. I know in my neighborhood Westfield, they closed the St. Amiens after merging with St. Brennan's. And here you're going to go to one place, bring everyone together from the region. What is the strategy? What is the philosophy of what, how you're evolving to have Catholic education in a new century, in a new time? And what's the same?
1: Right. We talk a lot about the sustainability, the viability, and long-term plan of our school. We're planning right now, we're making a strategic plan. Um, and so we're talking a lot about that because we do see schools closing, and that's difficult and hard to see. You know, this this um, reunion is celebrating these 17 schools, but it's also, of course, difficult to know that 17 schools have um, come to an but end. But I guess
0: from the outset, I saw it as optimistic that you said, like doing all the industries that get disrupted. I mean... Yeah you thinking, how are we going to do this to move ahead again? You went centrally. You Absolutely. went in a place where there's a history, and you're bringing people from the region. Yeah. And I'm just wondering how that fits into how you're envisioning Catholic. Because there's no longer that mm-hmm. it's, everyone's in their own parish in their own neighborhood. Society doesn't work that way anymore, right? Right. People, ki- even parents in all kinds of school systems, want to go to specialized school three miles away. They have <laughs> kids going to different places, and they don't. You don't know. Unfortunately, we don't know our neighbors as much as we used to. We kind of have commonality of yeah. interest, and that yeah. would seem to me like a great opportunity. For Catholic education and how you're going to define yourself and what it means for people's lives now and how you build community, but that's yeah. what just what I'm wondering from the outside. No, you're I mean,
1: r- yeah, you're right. That that is definitely what was behind the decision of the archdiocese to create this school in this way. Um, we're an independent archdiocesan sponsored school, so we're not tied to the parish. Um, we do have a parish right next door to us, Saint Francis, but we're not a parish school. We're independent of that, so we. Um, That was all with it in mind that it will be sustainable like on its own Um, and i'm I'm getting the
0: sense that in addition to saying this is how we're going to keep moving with something not good happiness aroma that what is the opportunity like what are you envisioning as people get because they come to your school what does this community produce that's special because we have an all saints academy and and Monsignor, if you want to jump into what you've Mm -hmm. observed i mean what do you see as the opportunity here I mean, you know, the Pope has inspired so many people in the world of how to think about the, the tradition and apply it to today's world. What do you see as the way the education has evolved from the days when we were so neighborhood-based and ethically siloed, which had its pros, pros and pluses and minuses? <laughs> what are the pluses now?
2: I think the pluses are that we see that we are in a, a very diverse culture, and we want to in- educate our students to be respectful for all the different cultures that come and their traditions, we've got to build on them. And hopefully, as as these students move through our All Saints Academy, in this case here in New Haven, uh, they continue to grow uh, academically, emotionally, spiritually. And I think, as you say, uh, take, taking the key from Pope Francis, uh, all the contemporary issues, the the, the environment and so forth, uh, the re- respect for the different cultures and so forth, all of that uh, Pope, Pope Francis has, put forward for us, and I hope we, we that
0: can trickle right down to the local
2: elementary school as we have it here at All Saints Academy.
0: Yeah. Well, I just want to salute you folks for keeping Catholic education and good education alive, that you've kept our traditions alive and retooled them for a new, a new world, new generation at Catholic All Saints Academy. Three years in, is it going well?
1: yes thank you you got 148 Our students. growing mm-hmm.
0: from what to what to, how'd you get to up to 148 um
1: we've been going up every year by at least 10 students all right mm-hmm.
0: and so we want to remind everybody may 21st is going to be a reunion for friends and alumni of new haven catholic elementary schools anthony's ocean view what um what time is that
1: it's 12 p.m there will be a mass previously um for those who'd like to attend at St. Bernadette Church at 10.30 Mm a.m. So the brunch again is 12 p.m. at Anthony's. And we are almost sold out. We're very happy to report. Uh So we've had a really good response, a lot of people talking about this.
0: That's wonderful. And how would people find out more about your school?
1: Um, They can visit our website. It's pretty easy. Um, It's allsaintsnewhaven.org.
0: All right. Well, keep up the good work. Keep New Haven going strong and vibrant. Loved hearing your old stories. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Hey, it's
2: a, thank you very much for the invitation. It's delightful to be My here. team,
0: George Schmitz and Bill O'Brien, our old friend here at the paper. We're going to take a little break here on Dateline New Haven with the um, Afro-Semitic Experience performing I Wish I Knew How It Feel to Be Free from the CD "A Plea for Peace. When we come back, we're going to preview another exciting event coming up in our community, Rock to Rocks, 15th edition from East Rock to West Rock and Points in Between. So we're going to take a little break here on WNHH 103.5, live streamed at newhavenindependent.org. See you on The Rebound.